0: Dear Indian Noir listeners, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And thank you for all your support in 2019. What a great year it has been. And we have been together on an amazing storytelling journey together. Next year is going to be bigger and better for Indian Noir. With more content coming your way, including exclusive miniseries events, in between your favorite shows like His Night Begins and Fear FM. Indian Noir will return on the 5th of January 2020, but that doesn't mean you will be starved of content during holidays. Now you can have even more Indian Noir in your life by listening to Indian Noir Plus on Audible Suno, a free streaming service that gives you unlimited access to Audible exclusive audio entertainment. The service is completely free, no payment, no ads, no sign-up required. The audio stories featured in Indian Noir Plus are exclusive to the Audible Suno app and are not available anywhere else. Listen to Meru, a space horror fantasy inspired by Indian mythology, exclusively on the Audible Suno app. So head over to Google, look for Audible Suno, download the app for your Android phones, and listen to Medu on Indian Noir Plus Here as a special treat for the holiday season is the first episode of Medu This is Indian Noir Plus an Audible original podcast You are listening to Meiru, Season 1, Episode 1. Vice-Captain Mohini Sharma was less focused on the technological marvel unfolding in front of her eyes and more concerned for her husband. She watched the control room camera feed of him and his colleagues operating Earth 248, the large mining platform which travelled on eight giant robotic legs. It was formerly known as just 248, the year was 4030. Mohini was standing at ease, looking out of the windows of a planetary dropship. The giant mining robot was traversing the surface of the planet the Indian National Space Organization, or INSO, had named. Grenad 91 Taxon Earlier, her spacecraft, which served as expedition headquarters, had detached from its large mothership in orbit. The INSO's most advanced mining craft, the Dwaraka. While there seemed to be no life on this barren planet, there was something calming about its black, glassy surface. It shimmered like a river. It reminded Mohini of all the times she and her husband had made love under the starry night sky on Earth. Vice-Captain Mohini and her husband were part of a ten-member team comprising of flight officers, mining experts scientists, and medical specialists. The Dwaraka's mission was to map the distant corners of our galaxy and survey for minerals. Depending on the value of the minerals discovered, it was also in their remit to extract the minerals. They were also directed to bring back any valuable artifacts belonging to alien civilizations or evidence of extraterrestrial life. The expedition was in its fifth year. While they had harvested items for the museums on Earth, they had failed to procure anything of significance for the INSO's commercial wing, specifically minerals that could be sold and used by the nationalized mining companies owned by the Indian government, minerals that could fuel the undying need for energy on Earth. When GR91-Taxon first appeared on their scans, they had dismissed it as another wasteful expedition. Another empty planet with rocks and inhospitable atmosphere, gravity comparable to Earth and no life. But the orbital scans revealed a glassy black surface like the eye of a raven, and several layers beneath its cold exterior the presence of an element that could fuel the atmospheric processes on Earth for millions of years. That was two days ago. Captain Rohan Fernandez, Mohini's boss, had placed the Dwarka on an orbit around the planet. He had tasked her with prepping the crew and leading the expedition. It delighted her that Captain Fernandez was confident in her abilities to lead the mission on her own. It is the right time for you to head these trips. After all, you will take over from me soon, he had said with pride. Mohini was like a daughter to the captain. He was a hard taskmaster, but a great mentor. He wanted to see her succeed. Mohini, a team of miners, and the science officer made the journey to the surface of the planet on the dropship. It detached from the main spaceship, carrying with it tons of mining equipment, including 248. Once they reached the surface, it had taken them four hours to maneuver 248 to the spot with the most reserves of the yet unnamed mineral. Presently, the giant mining robot locked on the dig site and drilled its footholds into the surface of the planet. Mohini was analysing the readouts on her screen when the door to the cockpit opened. About those earthquakes, Ruchi Saxena, the chief science officer, said as she approached Vice-Captain Mohini with a data pad, they seem to occur at regular intervals. And intensity? Mohini questioned. Similar in intensity to each other, Ruchi said. So you are uncertain, Mohini said, raising an eyebrow. There is always the possibility. Ruchi responded. Hmm, Mohini said. We have loaded the information onto 248's computer. The projections show the platform will be safe even if the intensity ramps up. Again, I can only go by what the modelling's telling me, Ruchi said. And this dropship? Mohini asked. Oh! We are A-OK, Ruchi said. Good to know, doctor, Mohini said. Just call me Ruchi. Mohini smiled at her talented science officer. Have you loaded the data onto our mainframe, Mohini asked. Ruchi nodded. Mohini jumped on the master console and initiated an analysis of the data to double-check the advice. Ruchi looked mildly offended for a second, but then she smiled. She understood it was a procedure and the expedition leader's duty to run the checks. The screen flashed the results of the query. Safety rating B+, confirming the chief science officer's advice. The INSO Project Standards Office considered B-plus to be a high enough rating to warrant a go-ahead. Such was their faith in their technology. Thanks for your advice, Ruchi. You may go now, Mohini said, dismissing the science officer. Ruchi was a career scientist, a priest at the altar of science. Mohini trusted her scientific acumen, and like Ruchi, she knew in her heart that the best you could do was trust the processes they had in place and make the best call. It was the painful price of leadership that when things failed, the person signing off on the task bore the scars of the poor outcomes. But Mohini was yet to have any failures logged in her service record. Hopefully, today wouldn't be one of those days, given the life of her husband and the planet-side crew depended on her making the right decision. She typed a message from the dropship's cockpit and beamed it to Dwaraka, the twinkling behemoth in the sky keeping a close watch on her. Mohini's message read, I'm approving the operations based on the information at hand, safety projections and risk management protocols. Sounds great. You got this, came the reply from Captain Fernandes. Mohini turned her attention to the camera feeds from 248. Her husband, Chief Minor Dev Prasad, was calibrating the boring unit with the help of his colleagues. They were trainee flight officer Sudhir Sinha, Dave's best friend and a new transferee to the Dwaraka, and Dave's second-in-command, assistant miner, Rukram Nagar. Their grey spacesuits and helmets protected them from the harsh, inhospitable environment, as they pulled down levers and pressed buttons to guide the large 18-foot borer close to the surface. The borer looked like the tip of a pencil covered in diamonds. Borrow in place, Dave said into his comms unit. An earthquake rocked 248. It was big enough to rattle 248's platform, but not enough to knock down Dave and his team. Mohini patched into the comms relay, and spoke to her husband. You okay? Yes, I'm good. I'm glad you didn't take a tumble. Nah, they're not strong enough. Ruchi tells me, we can expect these in regular intervals. She thinks the intensity will be about the same. She also said, there are no guarantees. Mohini said. She heard her husband laugh. This brought a smile to her lips. She loved his infectious laughter and warm personality. It kept their marriage going on earth and here in space. That and his undying support for her career. She felt lucky to have a man like him in her life. She looked at him longingly on the screen. I'm giving you the okay to go ahead, she said. Love you, he responded. That is not an appropriate response to your captain, Chief Minor De Prasad, Mohini said. That beautiful laughter again. Love you too, she responded. You heard her, boys, Dave said, rotating a finger in the air like a helicopter's blades. Sudhir and Rikuram acknowledged his signal with a thumbs up and entered the 248's control room. She felt somehow relieved that two competent people were on board 248 to support her husband. Sudhir always looked at her funny, like he had carnal intentions. But Mohini had chalked that down to a personality quirk given how long both her husband and Sudhir had been friends. Sudhir was a topper at the academy. He was also being primed by the high command to take on Mohini's current role when she was eventually promoted to become captain. It was the thought that kept her awake at night. The stress of being a vice-captain was bad enough. The other man on 248 with her husband was Riguram. They've called him the most competent mining officer to come out of INSO's space mining intensive program. In his mind, there was no doubt that Riguram would take over his role once he retired. Mohini had to concur on the choice of his successor and the plans to leave the service together to enjoy a cosy retirement in her mother's organic farmhouse near Baroda. Dave was now completing his final checks before switching on the machine. This was the scary bit. Walking outside 248's control room, along the catwalks, inspecting the borer's intricate mechanisms, visually checking for any signs of damage or malfunction the computer scan might have missed. Dave ticked off the checklist on his datapad pad as he strolled along the gantries on both sides of the boring unit. A small earthquake rocked them. Mohini looked on in alarm. Dave strolled along like nothing had happened. Stop panicking, Mohini. He has a suit. He is wearing a safety harness, Mohini said to herself. But the knot in her stomach grew tighter. Get into the control room, Dave, she said. Yeah, yeah, Dave responded. A large rock shot up from the surface of the planet and crashed into the catwalk, mere centimetres away from where Dave was standing a second ago. It decimated the metal, creating a large gap on the floor. It also shattered the railings, snapping Dave's safety harness off his belt. Dave was knocked to his feet and he slid over the edge where he hung by his fingers on the twisted edge of the damaged catwalk. His body dangled over an array of vents which opened up on the surface of the planet around the borer. It spewed hot yellow steam and threw up rocks of varying sizes. They barely missed Dave, who squirmed like a worm on a hook. No! Mohini shouted at the screen. She pressed the emergency button, activating rescue protocols. But everything happened in an instant. Rukaram, the assistant miner, rushed out of 248's control room to help his manager. But another tremor shook the platform, and he fell and hit his head. It knocked him out cold. Sudhir, Dave's best friend, who was right behind Vikram, held onto the railing as the powerful tremor hit 248. As a result, he did not fall. For a second, it looked like there was hope as Sudhir found his footing and inched towards Dave, whose fingers were about to slip. Please, 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 Mohini prayed. She could see Dave's grip failing on the camera feed. Sudhir closed in on his friend rapidly, but mere centimeters away from Dave, his footing grew unstable and he fell on his face. Mohini's senses didn't record any tremors that might have destabilized Sudhir. But then again, she was not standing on an unstable catwalk on a platform which was at the mercy of the shifting plates of the planet, and rocks the size of little houses rushing up from the planet's surface to shred the metallic legs of 248. Sudhir crawled towards his friend, but before he could reach him, Dave lost his grip and fell into the cavernous depths of a steaming well into the molten heart of Greh 91 Taxon, taking with him Mohini's hopes and dreams. Her screams filled the cockpit as she watched more rocks crash into 248.